think about, you know, what do we need to offer to our members to take it to the next level? It's been really fun and it's been really interesting and getting to know everybody has been really excellent. Welcome to the Triple P Podcast, premier, professional, and proactive, brought to you by the Ohio Fire Chiefs Association. I'm your host, Clayton O'Brien, and I'm the fire chief from the city of Napoleon, and I'm an active member of the association. I currently sit on the executive board for the Ohio Fire Chiefs Foundation, and I became an association fellow in 2021 as part of class number 10. The Ohio Fire Chiefs Association exists to improve the safety of Ohio by leading, representing, educating, and supporting Ohio emergency services. This podcast is not only for the members of the association, but also for any other fire and emergency service leaders. It is the purpose of the association to promote education, best practices, and study ways and means to cope with the ever-increasing need for a better understanding of the complex problems which are being presented to the fire protection and emergency services of our nation today. I'm joined by my co-host and my assistant chief, Joel Fry. Thanks, Clayton. Hello, I'm Joel Fry, Assistant Fire Chief for Napoleon Fire and Rescue. I am a current member of the OFCA, and I currently sit on the Education Committee. I am happy to be here, striving to advance the fire service as a whole. Welcome to episode number three of the Triple P Podcast, premier, professional, and proactive, brought to you by the Ohio Fire Chiefs. Joel and I are so lucky enough to talk with the ladies of the OFCA. So they are the backbone and they do a lot of the work inside the office. It's a lot of us uh, that call down there and talk to them and are always able to pretty much answer all of our questions. So today we got Michelle Fitzgibbon, Ann Beach, Corinne Cohen, and Logan Bruni. So welcome, ladies. If you could uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself, and we'll uh, we'll start with you, Michelle. Sure. Thanks so much for having us on today. We greatly appreciate it. So um, as uh, Chief O'Brien said, and Michelle Fitzgibbon, I'm the Executive Director for the Ohio Fire Chiefs Association. Um, I actually started off as the legislative agent for the association back in 2011, and in 2014, um, was blessed with the opportunity to be uh, become the executive director for the association. So I do two roles, um, again, executive director. And then the second piece is um, the chief lobbyist for the association. And while we are the ladies of OFCA, we do have a gentleman working with us, um, but he works with me out of the Fitzgibbon group, Dan Fitzpatrick. He's um, a, the another legislative agent for the association as well. So that's a little bit of background about kind of my role with the association. Okay. Thanks, Michelle. Ann? I am Ann Beach, the director of programs and publications for the fire chiefs. Um, I've been working here in some capacity for the past almost eight years and currently just assist in, you know, overseeing the projects and tasks with the office. So definitely have been around for a little bit and working with Michelle for a very long time. Thanks, Ann. Corinne. I'm Corinne Cowan. Um, I started with the Fire Chiefs over a year ago, and I'm the communication and program coordinator. So um, I do a lot of outreach and just making sure that, that everything runs smoothly. Thanks, Corinne. Logan? Hi, my name is Logan Bruni. 
I am the newest member of the ladies of OFCA. I'm the membership services coordinator. So I'm the person that if you were to call into the office, you'd most likely get me or Corinne. And I'm kind of like the first point of contact for most of our members. Thank you. So uh, welcome, ladies. You know, I, I don't know a whole bunch about everything that you guys do on a regular day-to-day basis. So that's kind of really what we want to dive into is uh, just really talk about, you know, all the things that go on within the OFCA office and, uh, you know, resources that are available to other chiefs or any members of the organization. And then I know with uh, very interested in talking about some of the lobbying that uh, you do, Michelle. So let's just start there. Let's just talk about, you know, what your what your efforts are towards the lobbying of the different types of legislative that's coming through. Sure. Um, So we do have the legislative committee and that is chaired by chief Steve Agenbrod. And then it's also uh, led by uh, myself. And as I mentioned before, Deanne Fitzpatrick. And so our legislative committee is very active and they meet on a monthly basis, uh, usually via zoom and go through all of the recently introduced pieces of legislation that have been introduced that may impact the fire and EMS service. And then they review that and then make um, uh, suggested positions to the board. And then Chief Agenbrod and I will present those um, to the board of directors who will then vote to take that position on something legislatively or they may ask for additional information from the legislative committee. Our legislative committee also works on uh, writing talking points for our members, letters of support, letters of opposition, getting people to the state house to testify, both as proponents and opponents. Um, And then we also participate in any interested party meetings that are occurring at the state house. In addition to our legislative committee, we also have one of the newest committees of the association, the policy committee, which is chaired by Chief Steve Kelly. And our policy committee looks at what we can do to advance the fire and EMS profession in Ohio. So the policy committee really delves into issues, researches them, and then they will kind of put forward a position that, again, has to go to the board. The board will decide what they want to do with it and then potentially kick it back to the legislative committee where we can work on advocacy efforts at the statehouse. Um, A couple of things that we are currently working on, our big effort is around peer support legislation, House Bill 545. And for anyone who's listening to this and is interested in learning more, we're going to have a whole section on our legislative page of the website that's going to talk about the peer support bill and put some additional resources out there for members. Another thing that we're working on is dealing with our volunteers and uh, recruitment and retention issues. And there are a couple of different bills before the members of the General Assembly dealing with volunteer issues. And again, I'll point out that on our website, we do have a legislative committee page and it lists has a summary of all the bills that we're tracking. And if anyone needs any additional information, they can always reach out to myself, Dan, or Chief Agenbrod, as we're always happy to help. Do they reach out to you if they want to be a part of the committee or do they reach out to uh, Chief Steve? So, yeah, if you're interested in being a member of the OFCA Legislative Committee, there's a couple of different ways you can do that. You could definitely reach out to someone in the office. Anyone in the office can help you. 
get on that committee, you could reach out to myself or Dan or definitely reach out to Chief Steve Agenbrode and we'll just make sure that you get signed up as a member of the committee. You'll get the Zoom meeting invitations. Um, you know, we'll ask you to assist us in, you know, testifying at the state house if needed and all of those other things that come with being a member of the committee. But definitely any of our committees that anyone's interested in being a part of, feel free to reach out to myself, a member of the staff or a member of the board of directors or the committee chair itself. How does the uh, committee get the information? Do you deliver it to the committee of what's new, what's coming out, or who who's all got the pulse on the new bills that are being introduced? So the members of the Ohio General Assembly, there are 132 members, and they introduce legislation on a weekly basis. So sometimes it's every day. Sometimes it's, you know, once a week, it just depends on what they have. And so Dan and I look at all the bills that are introduced every week. We identify ones that are important to OFCA, and then we will build an agenda for the legislative committee based off of those recently introduced bills. The other thing that our committee will discuss as well are bills that are moving and uh, potential amendments to the bills and how they would impact the fire service. But we definitely, Dan and I, are the ones that are monitoring that on a daily basis and um, giving that information to our members, including the chair of the committee, uh, Chief Agenberg. With that being said, I think that that committee is one that you can make a lot of change with in Ohio. I've heard the most information come out of the legislative committee. Yeah, and I would say that, you know, for members who have issues going on, if you you know, let us know what's occurring. You know, for instance, community paramedicine, when we changed that law several years ago, it was because of a need that a couple members had brought forward. We found a way to, you know, correct the language in the Ohio Revised Code to allow for community paramedicine to occur. And um, we're able to get an amendment inserted into another bill. So I think as long as people, you know, keep us surprised of you know, what's working, what's not working. We can find ways to work with the members of the General Assembly or the administration. So, you know, for instance, the State Fire Marshal's Office or the Department of Public Safety, specifically the Division of EMS on amendments um, that may be needed. Well, and I know with the Legislative Committee, it's probably, you know, you need members that are going to be active and members that are going to be reading through the legislative. I know that talking to some other chiefs or some other individuals that are involved in committees, it's one thing to be on the committee, but it's a completely other thing to actually be engaged in the committee. And and if there's one to be really engaged in, I think that the Legislative Committee would be one just because of the impact that it has across the entire state of Ohio. Would you, would you agree with that, Michelle? Definitely. It is the one that I think is the most meaningful to everything that's going on within the profession. And again, it's one that, you know, if you can come down to the state house and you can testify in person, if you can come to the winter symposium and take the time to meet with your legislators, I know everyone always finds that, you know, very valuable. But, you know, if your department is one that it's difficult for you to travel, it's difficult for you to, you know, get away for the day. There's also lots of opportunities to, again, participate in the committee, you know, via Zoom and then do some outreach to the members of the General Assembly while they're in the district. Uh, Members of the House and Senate are usually on spring break and summer break and the, you know, winter break. And so there's lots of opportunities to meet with them about, you know, key issues. 
The other thing that we try to do when the members are on break are do roundtables in various counties or regions across the state with fire chiefs. So hopefully your district directors will reach out to you and we'll be working on scheduling those through the summer. And that's another great opportunity to sit down, not only network with some of your peers, but also meet with a lot of members of the General Assembly. Yeah, I've seen a few of those roundtables up in our area as well, and I think that that is a great addition to uh, your guys' work down there at the state to be able to help uh, influence those members to get us involved and to be able to have just a seat at the table to talk about the issues across the state. But but not being on the legislative committee and not necessarily being engaged in that way, I I can tell you, I I think the biggest help for me is the uh, position papers, you know, uh, when you you guys put together the position papers of what the Ohio fire chiefs position is on some certain topic or legislative bill, uh, if you will, then that has been a great deal of help on, on helping us kind of explain some different things when it be, you know, just the, whether talk about training or fireworks or any of those different things of those hot topics in the state right now. And I think those are also helpful to our members when they're meeting with the legislators. Those are great leave behinds. So it not only assists you with, you know, learning about the issue, but also these legislators who are term limited. So, you know, remember that a lot of members of the General Assembly have only been in office for a couple of years and they all have various backgrounds. You know, some were county commissioners, teachers, nurses. We had a pharmacist once just various backgrounds. And a lot of them don't understand your profession unless you were in front of them and, and advocating, you know, on your behalf. They have meetings that are occurring, you know, every day and they're talking about environmental issues, school issues, tax issues, manufacturing issues, all of this stuff that's before them. And so it's just really important that we're putting our information in front of them and in the way that we want them to hear it as well. And that somebody else isn't delivering our message for us and potentially getting it wrong. Let's switch gears then. So legislative, you take care of that for the Ohio Fire Chiefs, but now also a new role, or I I, I call it a new role, but I don't know. It's been kind of a little bit. How long have you been the executive director for the Ohio Fire Chiefs? So, yeah, I've been the executive director since 2014. So it has been uh, quite some time and really fortunate to be able to work in this role in a contracted basis. So it's not necessarily full time, but it is something that I spend, you know, about 40 hours a week on. It's um, it's such a pleasure to work with this organization. We have so many members, our, you know, members of the um, board of directors, the trustees on the foundation, and then people who are just active on the committees and all of the other resources that the association offers. It's truly a, a working association. And we have, you know, just an outstanding group of men and women who are devoting their time to making this profession, you know, as you said earlier, premier professional and proactive. With all that time and effort you put in, you must have something you enjoy the most about what you do. What would you say that is? I really enjoy strategizing with the members and figuring out what we need to do to take this association to the next level. And uh, since I've been with this um, association, we have done two strategic plans and hopefully this fall we'll be doing a third strategic plan and really being able to um, 
just brainstorm and think about, you know, what do we need to offer to our members to take it to the next level? And, you know, this, these podcasts that you guys are putting together definitely, you know, meets that mark. And I'm so excited that, you know, these are going to be coming forward for our members. And um, I just think it's, it's one of the, you know, benefits of being a member of the association. And we just have a lot of like strong things coming out for our members. And it's just getting our members to recognize everything that's available for them. Yeah, you talk about resources available. I mean, resources when we have the, you know, the online forum or being able to talk to the office or the connection and networking just by because I'm a member of the OFCA, how many other chiefs that we, you know, are really at the disposal of anybody, you know, you can talk to anybody whenever you want to. Right, definitely. And, you know, I would say if somebody's a new member and, you know, they don't know how to get engaged in the association, you know, we definitely have um, when you come to the annual conference, you can go to, you know, the first time attendees session. If you are a new chief, you can attend our resource symposium in the fall where you'll be surrounded with the members of the board and, you know, new members in the fire service. There's just lots of opportunity for people to network. And again, joining a committee is a great way to hear about the issues that pertain to, you know, fire and EMS in Ohio, but also, you know, just to be active in what we're doing. Anne leads the publications committee with Chief Menapace, and they work to build that in-command magazine that comes out on a quarterly basis. And they're always looking for people who, you know, want to write something for the in-command magazine or know of people who have articles that may be of interest. So there's lots of ways to plug in, whatever you feel most comfortable with. The Ohio Fire Chiefs Association is always looking for members to be a part of one of their many committees. Policy Committee or the Legislative Committee is actively looking for members today. Please get in contact with the OFCA office or contact Chief Steve Kelly for the Policy Committee or Chief Steve Eggenrode for the Legislative Committee. Well, I think that was just a great uh, segue into uh, Anne uh, to kind of talk to us about your position, Anne, um, as the director of uh, programs and publications. And, you know, what is the day in the life of Anne Beach at the OFCA? Well, I guess it just depends what day it is. You know, every day is different, depends what time of year it is, what's going on. Like Michelle said, I help with the publications committee with uh, Chief Chris Menapace, and we put out that magazine quarterly. We all brainstorm together trying to find what is going on in the fire and EMS world that our members might find really important. What information do we want to get out to them and kind of engage them and get a conversation starting? So we brainstorm different topics for articles or different experts in the field that we can reach out to to write articles for. I think with our publications committee, the thing that people might not understand is that if you're on the committee, you don't have to always write an article. We just want your expertise and your knowledge to help get the articles so we can get that magazine out. I also help coordinate our Ohio Fire Executive Program. So um, it's a two and a half year program and help coordinate that, get everything going with instructors, the students with their homework assignments. We currently have three classes going on right now. So it uh, definitely keeps me busy with communicating with the students and instructors and planning all of that as well. And then just the day to day with the office, overseeing everything and making sure that everything uh, runs smoothly. How often does the In Command magazine come out, Anne? 
it comes out four times a year. So we have January, April, July, and October. Yeah, and I don't think people realize that just because you get a printed copy of that, you have a great resource online with that in command where you can look at all of them in a digital feature. Yeah, we have a couple years back on the website in that digital format. And then we also, you know, if people want to see older copies, we do have those housed um, at the office as well. And one of the things I learned about your position, Ann, is when I called in a couple weeks ago and needed to talk to you about something, they said, hey, Ann is in with the OFE class. And I did not know that you had such a, um, you know, large role with the OFE class and that, you know, because they're there on a regular basis, uh, I think for a couple of weeks or how does the OFE class take place there at your office and where is it located in there? And can you touch base on that? Yeah, so about, I believe, 2018, we brought the OFE program to um, the building where our Ohio Fire Chiefs Association office is. We have a training facility where we now have the OFE program at, where we have our board meetings and other meetings and trainings as well. Kind of get that connection with the Ohio Fire Emergency Services Foundation, the Fire Chiefs Association, and the OFE program. And then this way, we're on site so that we can you know go to the room back and forth, help with anything, you know, make sure everything's just running smoothly and assisting in any way um, possible so that everyone can have an enjoyable time and learn a lot of uh, new things that will help with their um, future careers. Now, when you say there's three classes going on at once, I get, I'm assuming that they're just all at different uh, stages of their class. How many students are you talking in each one of those classes? Yeah, so I can give a couple examples. Um, last April, we just had class 19 that graduated and they had 22 students. And then we have a class right now, I'll go back a little bit, class 22 just started two weeks ago, and they have 25 students. So they will graduate in April of 2024. So they just started in 2022 and go to 2024. Um, we have class 20, they have 17 students, and they will have week four of their class in May, and then they will graduate in November of this year. And then class 21 comes back for their third week in June of this year, and they graduate in June of next year. And who are you seeing come out to uh, sign up for these classes? You know, lieutenant to chief, anyone, that chief officer level who wants to advance their career, who's looking to move up in the ranks of their department, definitely any advancement. It's definitely a competitive enrollment process. We don't take everyone who signs up. And, you know, just because you are a chief, you might not get selected. But they definitely, it's a blind process. So the selection committee does not know who is applying. They just see their applications and I redact all the information so that they don't know who they are reading the application of. Um, And that's kind of how they pick and choose. And they like to get about 18 to 25 is the range of students per class that they like to stick with. Now, is there any scholarships available for that? Or is that all usually, are you seeing department funded and how is that usually funded for the student? It is definitely um, department funded for the whole two and a half year program. Um, it's $9,500 and um, it's mainly department funded. Some people do pay for it um, themselves, but we definitely have a lot of scholarship opportunity and you can find information about our scholarships on our website, our e-blasts, our social media, but we definitely have opportunity every year for scholarship dollars. And it's definitely something that should be taken advantage of. It's a September, the second week of September each year is when the scholarships are due. And I definitely highly recommend everyone to apply for a scholarship. 
You know, I think that that is one thing that the Ohio Fire Chiefs does really well. I mean, Joel and I just talked to uh, uh, Chief Tom Wallace about the conference and just so many uh, areas to be able to have a little bit of help with the uh, scholarships or grants when it, you know, takes care of paying for the conference or takes care of paying for OFE. Um, if you're willing to put a little bit of that time and effort in to try to go and go after it a little bit, I think there's many opportunities for that. So I think that that is just excellent. So tell us, and what do you love about your job the most? What's the most rewarding uh, part of your job? Um, I would definitely say getting to know our members and being able to help and assist them in any way possible, especially if I tie it back to the OFE program, seeing some people come in to serve the program as a lieutenant, as a captain, and then two and a half years later, their assistant chief, chief of their department, just knowing that being able to see them grow and being able to um, – go up those ranks in their department to be in that position, um, I think is great. And just definitely getting to know them and all of our members from conferences to meetings and this and that, I think it's just great. Something different every day. Is that what you mean? So it's just like always something new, somebody to uh, have an impact on. But I know that not only do you have a large impact of all those OFE students, but but also uh, seeing you at the legislative conference or the regular conference and always uh, being that assistance for, you know, anything that anybody needs. Absolutely. No, no tasks too small or large. Uh, just help help everyone out and get and take care of. Let's move on to Corinne. What do you do there and what does your job entail? Uh, so I'm the communication and program coordinator. Um, like Ann mentioned, every day is different. So there's no set things that happen. But um, I work really closely with Chief Wallace on the annual conference. Um, I do the social media for all of our social media accounts. I send out the e-blast and then the other programs that we have, like Fire Officer and Maxwell. I work with those instructors to make sure that the classes run smoothly and help them with anything that they need. And then um, really just anything along those lines. You talked about the Maxwell class. Uh, Is those usually, is that held down there at the OFCA office or is that held uh, satellite at different departments? How is that usually done? So that's normally held at the department. Um, So each department will have someone reach out to either the OFCA office or Chief Vince Harris, and we will plan dates and locations. Normally it's at that specific department that wants the Maxwell class or in a community center around that area. The office plans the supplies and gets everything ready, and then the department just hosts the class. Is uh, Chief Harris, is he the, uh, Vince, is he the um, lead instructor for the Maxwell or? Yes, yep. Yep. What do you love about your job the most, Corinne? Um, I, like Ann said, I like getting to know people. Um, Every day I talk to someone different, so it's never just the same every day. And then being able to just help with the ease of technology, sometimes that's not great with programs and stuff and getting registrations, but um, just being able to help and make sure that we're not causing a hassle in someone's day. (laughs) Well, I know sometimes just uh, being in charge of like, say the social media or the posts like that, it's got to be hard to be able to kind of remember what to come up with or what to post or, you know, make, make up what you're going to put out there. Yeah. So what I do for that is I plan a month in advance. Uh, We have a nice organized binder that has, um, you know, national days, national weeks, um, 
anything like that. And then really it's based on what events we have happening throughout the year. So when scholarships are announced, you'll see lots of social media posts for that. Same with classes. Once we get a class for either Fire Officer or Maxwell, we start um, pushing out social media to get registrations. And then the same with um, the conference, the resource symposium, and then um, the volunteer symposium. So we are just making sure that um, everyone that follows our social media account knows exactly what's happening with the OFCA. Thank you for that, Corinne. We'll move on to Logan. Logan, what does your job entail there? So um, I uh, started with the organization in November of 2021, so I've been here about six months. So my day-to-day -day has been kind of filling in holes here and there as uh, you know, I can be of assistance to anybody else in the office. I know, so I don't have a super defined role as of yet as, you know, like these are my specific things. But as I am coming to learn more, I know that the hope is that I would be more of a essential role when it comes to like events and some of those classes helping Corinne out with the, the fire officer and the Maxwell classes as well. So definitely still learning and getting to know the organization better and getting to know like what our functions are better has been really it's been really fun and it's been really interesting and getting to know everybody has been really excellent well i can say all organizations need what i would say like a float somebody that's kind of you know does a lot of different jobs able to assist where they can be at and uh, maybe not necessarily have that super defined role but those individuals that have those super defined roles usually have you know the need for more assistance and i'm sure that that's where you uh definitely fill in the gaps and a huge assistance to the the rest of the gals there but uh, so do you uh, do you work Monday through Friday? Is it uh, how, how often are you guys at the office and how do you get a hold of you? That sort of thing. So we are at the office Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 p.m. You can reach us. The fastest way is either email or phone. You can email our info account, which goes to all of the staff here at OFCA or on our website. Each of our individual email addresses are listed. If you have a very specific question that you know who can answer it. And then with phone calls, again, all of us are on the phone. So we are able to help with anything. This episode is sponsored by the Ohio Fire Chiefs Association. To get in contact with the Ohio Fire Chiefs Association, please call 800-347-347. 3704 or email info at org. And I'm sure you guys get a lot of uh, calls in for membership. How does one become a member and what are the different options that they have to sign up? So we have different categories of membership. Becoming a member is really easy. On our website, there is a tab that says membership. Once you click down from there, you just click join today. And then from there, you can pick what type of membership you want. We have four different categories, individual, departmental, corporate, and then retired. The application comes directly to us here at the office. And then from there, we set up your profile in our database. The members also have access to. So from there, we set up their login information and then you also fill in um, your address and phone number for when we send mailings out or anything like that. So we always have a way to be able to contact you as a member. And what about departmental versus individual? What does that exactly entail? 
So a um, departmental membership is for populations that are about 10,000 or less. And then individual is anyone who does not fit in that category. So as far as that goes, what, what would be a price? What's the price for an individual membership per year? So that's $100 per year. And those invoices go out October 1st, mainly. And then for the department, so you said it was 10,000 population. So the service area, would that be like the service area or like, so for example, the city of Napoleon is less than 10,000, but the service area is, you know, 13,000. Does it just go by the service area or your, the size of the city that you're coming from? So it'd be the service area. So serving populations of 10,000 or less for departmental membership. Okay. That's what I thought, but I just wanted to make sure that, uh, that I was at least understanding it right and that everybody else uh, would understand it too. So, And if people have questions about membership and what category they fit into, you know, again, please reach out to the office. We're always happy to, to answer anyone's questions. I would say for, you know, members, it's important for everyone to make sure that we have your correct contact information. I know that that was one of the the items that Logan was taking care of is making sure that we have everyone's correct email addresses. We send a lot of information out via email. We send an e-blast out every Tuesday that has everything that's going on within the association on there. And again, it's the best way to kind of keep posted about, you know, upcoming events. Also, we have um, partners who send us information that's important to get out to our members. So we'll put information in there from the Bureau of Workers' Compensation, from the Division of EMS, other partners who ask us to share, you know, the information with the Fire and EMS Service in Ohio. Also, at the end of that e-blast, there's always a list of upcoming meetings, committee meetings, meetings at the office, and other things that are going on. So, you know, just make sure if you're, if you're not getting our email, it's likely that we don't have a working email address for you. And so if you, you know, contact us and let us know, we'll make sure to update that. And then also, you know, just making sure we have your correct uh, mailing address so that when we send out those in-command magazines every quarter that you're getting, you know, your copies of those. Yeah, I think that's something to be said, too, because I remember at the start of the pandemic, um, you know, the OFCA really covered every Governor DeWine conference call and explained it in terms that fire chiefs would understand. Yeah, so we, um, that's a great point, Joel, is that we, you know, really tried to be um, proactive about the information that we were giving to the members. And we actually created a COVID-19 update. We created a COVID-19 section of the website. A lot of people don't realize that, you know, we were on calls on, you know, a daily, if not weekly basis with members of the administration, And we also had some different work groups within the association that were meeting on a reoccurring basis and trying to ensure that we had the, you know, most up-to-date information for our members. So when times like that, which hopefully we don't have another one of those, but, you know, when times like that hits, I think, you know, I know our members, staff, uh, board members, everyone just really, you know, dove in and, and tried to make sure that our members had the best resources available and that you didn't have to go digging around to find things that we were giving them right to you in your email box. Yeah, it helped out greatly. I mean, we we uh, really appreciated all the communication during that time, and I'm sure we'll have another time where you do it too. 
I'm hoping not. <laughs> hopefully not. Yeah, we hope not either. But, uh, but you know, it kind of goes back to what we talked about doing the highlights for, you know, all the things that are happening at the uh, legislation that is coming out and being able to break it down for fire chiefs to understand. That's kind of how I felt with those blasts that came out every day from governor DeWine that you guys put together, that we really leaned on that information a lot on a regular basis to see what was new, because it was, it was daunting task uh, to have to try to, you know, watch that every single time when there was a lot of other things that we had going on, you know, throughout the day at the fire station. So didn't always have the time to be able to, you know, be glued in front of the TV and, be able to capture all the information and then really break down what that really meant. Uh, so it was really nice to be able to get those, you know, from, from you guys. And I would say that, you know, for our members, if there's any type of information out there that, that you need first, I would ask people to, you know, go to our website, ohiofirechiefs.com. There's a plethora of information on that website, and we tried to break it down as you know much as we could so that members could figure out you know where everything is at. Again, we have so many social media outlets. We do Facebook, Instagram, we have a YouTube channel, we have these podcasts, just a lot of information that's out there. But then again, if you can't find something or you don't have the time to you know, look for it, you know, just give us a call at the office or shoot us an email and somebody will get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you for uh, spending the last hour with us. Is there uh, anything else that we want to cover? You know, the one thing I would talk about, like upcoming events, maybe we should talk about that just for a second. Okay. We can maybe plug into that another time, but, you know, just want to, you know, let everyone know that we do have a lot of events scheduled um, for the next 12 months. We have our annual conference coming up July 18th through the 22nd at the Hilton at Easton. And then we have a couple uh, new options this year. Uh, One, we have our volunteer symposium. And so this will be a weekend at Salt Fork State Park out in Cambridge, Ohio. And that'll be at the end of September. And then we also will have at the same time our resource symposium, and that's our, again, new symposium for fire chiefs who have, you know, recently taken that appointment and and need some additional help getting into that role as a new chief. And so both of those events will be that same weekend out at Salt Fork State Park in Cambridge, Ohio. And then we did schedule the 2023 Winter Symposium, and that is going to be Uh, the second week in March in uh, 2023. So we have saved the dates going out for that soon. So we have, you know, just a really robust calendar of events coming up, including all of our fire officer classes, Maxwell classes, and OFE classes that are going on. So if anyone's looking for opportunities to take advantage of some of the courses, I would definitely ask you to plug into our website and take a look at what's going on. Thanks, Michelle. A lot of great things happening for the Ohio Fire Chiefs Association. Uh, look forward to all those upcoming events and a lot of the things that the association has and offers to all of its members and uh, the fire service as a whole. So uh, thank you. That'll be uh, that wraps up uh, episode number three of the Triple P podcast, Premier, Professional and Proactive, brought to you by the Ohio Fire Chiefs Association. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for tuning in to the Triple P Podcast, premier, professional, and proactive, brought to you by the Ohio Fire Chiefs Association. If you'd like to hear more, follow us on Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast. And if you feel so inclined, 
please help us spread the word by telling your fire and EMS friends about this channel. Chief O'Brien has been serving the fire and EMS community since 2005 with the support from his wife, Bobby, son, Ashton, and daughter, Aislinn. Chief O'Brien began as a volunteer and worked his way up to the rank of fire chief in 2015. He began his full-time career with the city of Faustoria in 2008 and moved to the city of Napoleon in 2009, where he has been a fire chief since 2015. Chief O'Brien is a progressive servant leader. He is committed to improving the fire service through developing young men and women into becoming leaders in the fire service. You will often hear Chief O'Brien ask his staff and others he encounters in the profession, what are you doing today to make the fire service better than it was yesterday? He's extremely passionate about training in all disciplines and is enormously proud of bringing a state-of-the-art training facility to the city of Napoleon. Chief O'Brien holds an associate's degree in fire science and a bachelor's degree in business administration. He is a nationally registered paramedic, firefighter two, fire inspector, hazmat technician, and fire EMS, ACLS, and PALS, as well as a CPR instructor. Chief O'Brien is an active member with the Henry County Fire Chiefs, Northwest Ohio Chiefs, the Ohio Fire Chiefs, and the International Association of Fire Chiefs. He participates weekly with the Napoleon Rotary Club, sits on the Substance Misuse and Community Partnerships Committees, and is on the executive board for the LEPC. Joel Fry is the Assistant Fire Chief for Napoleon Fire and Rescue in the city of Napoleon, Ohio. He has been in the fire service for 13 years. Joel has obtained an associate's degree in fire science and a bachelor's degree in fire administration. Joel is a nationally certified paramedic, firefighter two, fire instructor, EMSCE instructor, CPR instructor, hazmat technician, and fire safety inspector. Joel heads up the prevention, public education division, and works to create strong relationships throughout the community in which he serves. Joel has a wonderful wife, Katie, and four young boys at home. He is a member of the Ohio Fire Chiefs Association, the OFCA Education Committee, Northwest Ohio Fire Chiefs Association, the Northwest Ohio Fire Prevention Association, the Henry County Fire Chiefs Association, and the treasurer of the Henry County Firemen's Association Training Commission.